today we are hearing the life, faith, and business story of a successful businesswoman across continents. So this story will take us across continents and you will see very clearly the miraculous hand of God throughout the story. And it's the story of Josian Gomez. Stay tuned. This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Welcome to Thrive 1110. This is the show where you get Bible-friendly, practical tips on business and money so you can thrive. And as you do so, remember the Lord your God who enables you to thrive and be an agent of transformation for His kingdom's purposes in your family, in your community, and in your city. I'm Paul Kere, your host, and you can catch up on previous episodes of Thrive 1110 by going on the chri.ca website or go to the thrive1110.ca website. That's thrive1110.ca. And you can obviously catch up um, this um, show also on your favorite podcast outlet like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. So this show is brought to you by Paul Care Financial helping Christian professionals and entrepreneurs discern and take their next right step so you can avoid costly mistakes and be prepared for your approaching life transitions. So without further ado, let me welcome our guest for today's show, Josian Gomez. Welcome, Josian. Thank you, Paul. I'm very honored to be here with you. Oh, the, all the honor is all ours. Uh, thank you for being here. And uh, Josian is the founder. She is the CEO of Zivo. And uh, Josian, I'm going to let you tell us a bit what you do at Zivo. What, what do you do at Zivo? Well, so Zivo is an accounting firm, uh, but not like the, uh, the other accounting firm. We are very special, which means that what we do is we specialize in just in uh, non-for-profit and charitable organizations uh, in Canada and the U.S. And we offer the bookkeeping, accounting, and CFO services, including uh, uh, as well as the compliance, everything related to taxes, GSCHST. So we are here to help uh, non-for-profit organizations organization, uh, you know, with the finance and everything that they need so that they can really focus on their mission. Mm. So so if, if I can sum this up, would you say that Zivo is, uh, uh, is a, basically serves as an outsourced online finance team, uh, including CFO, uh, for nonprofit organizations and charitable organizations uh, across North America? That's correct. Okay, so that's what you're doing. So if, if you are a nonprofit out there, uh, a charity, and you're looking for uh, for help in the area of your finances, accounting, uh, uh, bookkeeping, taxes, whatever, um, uh, Josian's uh, company is there to serve you. So is that is that is that correct? Yes. Okay. And, and uh, later in the show, uh, definitely we're going to share uh, how to get a hold of uh, of uh, Josian or Zivo if you have more questions about their services, etc. At the beginning of the show, I was I was talking about the fact that this story is taking us across continents. It's because I know, Josian, that uh, you were not born in Canada. As a matter of fact, you didn't, you didn't grow up in Canada. So can you tell us where you were born? So I was born in Africa, West Africa, specifically mm. in a small country of Ivory Coast. Mm. So my parents... Uh, I, migrated from uh, Ghana and then they went to uh, Ivory Coast. That's where I was born. 
So you, you were born, and you, did you grow up there in Ivory Coast? Yes, I did grow in uh, Ivory Coast. Yes. So how how was that? How was that growing up there? How 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 was your like what what was life like when you were growing up uh, in Ivory Coast? Life was good. Um, so as far as I remember, you know, we, it wasn't, I wasn't paying attention. It was like normal life for us. And, uh, you know, uh, even if we were lacking something, it wasn't like, uh, you know, we pay attention to, okay, we are miserable or anything, but life was good. Life was good. Yeah. So where, where, like financially, how was, uh, uh, how was things and how, how are things and also maybe faith wise, how were things? Were you, uh, were your parents Christians, and did you grow up in a Christian family? Uh, and how was it money wise in the in the family? Money wise, I'll go well back to my mom. So my mom wasn't uh, financially, uh, uh, you know, gifted. So mm-hmm. she wasn't uh, really rich. So um, you know, I, I was adopted by my aunt, mm-hmm. who was uh, uh, better than my mom because mm-hmm. she came to Canada and studied, so she had a better life. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to my real mom, no, uh, it was a little bit difficult for us to uh, survive. And I wasn't born in a a Christian family uh, Mm -hmm. because uh, like many families in Africa, Mm -hmm. they have, you know, they, you know, kind of worship uh, things such as, you know, uh, voodoo or stuff like that. So that's how I I grew up. Yeah. So, wow. So actually... you, 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 okay. So your, your biological mom really didn't have the means to care for you. Uh, well, or, or at least your auntie yes. was better financially. So, so you were, you were, uh, um, so she took care of you basically because yes. she was better financially. She had actually come and studied here in Canada. Yes. And faith wise, we're not even talking like Christian faith. It's, uh, it's all, all other types of, uh, beliefs. Yes. Okay. So, so uh, you grew up there, um, and uh, my question: did, So, did you go to school like every other normal kids? Did you, did you go to school? I went to schools uh, up to a certain point where my mom couldn't afford, uh, you know, before my, my aunt adopted me. So I was still on the care of my mom. And uh, so I went to school up to uh, a point where she couldn't afford uh, to put me back to school. So she actually took me out of school because she wanted me to care for my little sister. And then so that's how uh, my wow. life school ended. Wow. Okay. So you, you, how, so how far did you go? How far did you go to school? Uh, so in, I think I didn't finish even high school. If I remember, no, even primary school. primary school. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so you started school, you didn't finish primary school because your biological mom couldn't afford to, to have you continue. Yeah. And there are also the need to help caring for your younger siblings. Yes. So you are the one that was designated. Okay. You're going to help take care of them. So, so, so they took you out of school. Yes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and you didn't even finish primary school. So, so did you have any idea then? It might be a stupid question to ask, but about what accounting is at that point. And, and, and was that even something on your radar when you was, when you were little? No, I didn't even know what uh, accounting was. No. Uh, no. <laughs> wow. No. Wow. Okay. So, Tell me then, how do you, like from that point on, uh, uh, 
your mom doesn't have the means to pay for, for school. So she takes you out of primary school. You didn't even finish primary school. You are now at home caring for your siblings, for your younger siblings. And how do you go from there? And you are with your auntie. How do you go from there to coming here in Canada? So what happened to, to make the story shorter, uh, what happened was uh, my grandmother, uh, you know, she she was uh, aware of everything going on. So she talked to my aunt and asked her if she can take me out of my mom's care mm-hmm. and then uh, look after me. Mm-hmm. And then so my, my, my aunt did that. So for uh, maybe couple years I stayed with my my aunt Mm -hmm. and then maybe she discovered she knew that maybe it is better for me to come to Canada Mm -hmm. and have a better life and go back to school Mm -hmm. so that was the plan and she was planning on that and for uh for many years you know we were planning on you know helping me coming to Canada and one day the opportunity actually came out and then she helped me come to Canada so that's how so eventually your aunt helped you come here in Canada. So, so okay, you arrive here. Yes. Um, you haven't finished school, primary school. What, what, what are you thinking then when, when you land here, you are here in Canada? What, what, what's your perspective? What do you see? What do you dream of? Uh, what's on your mind then? Well, uh, you know, first of all, my ma- my my aunt was my role model. So even when I was living with her and she was working for uh, the African Development Bank, so I always wanted to be like her. So for me, uh, even again, it was like preparing me uh, before coming to Canada. And she always said, you have to, when you go to Canada, I want you to go back to school, study, and then you're going to have a better life. So that was my mindset. So coming here, I knew that even though, yes, you know, I, you know, I didn't finish school in Canada, uh, in Africa, I knew that if I come here, I will do that. And whatever it will take, I'm going to make sure that, you know, I'll do my best and with God's grace to succeed. Okay, so you arrived and your mind your mind was already set on the fact that okay, I need to do whatever I need to do to uh, to become like my auntie yes. because uh, that's where success lies. But at that point, you're still not a believer. You're still not a Christian. Uh, when I came, so because I, I I was going to Catholic church when I came because uh, you know I I was a believer, but not yeah as I am today. Yeah, okay. yeah. So so when you came, you started going uh, to a Catholic church, or or before arriving, before you started arriving, yes, attending a Catholic church. Yes. Okay. So you arrived and and uh, with this newfound Catholic uh, Catholic faith, and so how how were these first days or months? for you when you got here in Canada? Uh, it was it was good because um, if I remember my aunts, actually sons, they were here. So I was living with them. So I wasn't alone or I wasn't lonely because it, I felt like I was still, you know, with my family and my, my aunts, even though she was back home, was, you know, kind of helping me the way the best she could to make sure that my integration wasn't uh, uh, that hard for me. Okay, so you really had this family connection, yeah. even though you were here, that that made it made it that you were feeling okay emotionally at least. You weren't feeling isolated or alone. Yeah. Okay. So so did you start studying right away? If yes, what did you choose to study? Or or did you did you say, hey, I need to survive here and pay for stuff? Then then you started looking for jobs, etc. What what did you start doing? 
So when I when I came, I didn't start it, uh, you know, starting right away because you know, uh, you know, it. it I didn't came. I, I I remember coming, but my my situation at that time uh, didn't allow me to go straight to uh, university or school. So I was working. So I started working, and uh, that's how we started. And then uh, long long like on the on the way, I you know, I went to school. Now, is it is it too much to ask what what type? Some jobs you did? <laughs> no, no, not no. When I, you know, f- first of all, I was. I think I, I found my first job with a, a rec- like a placement agency, okay. and uh, and it was in a factory. Uh, yeah. By the way, you know, it was like I remember uh, vividly. It was like a um, a zipper company uh, that I was doing a zipper. So I was working in a factory uh, wow. on the or on the chain. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so you did that. And uh, any other things you want to share about your first professional experience as, 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 as a new, new immigrant in Canada? So I did that. And I, I think uh, I was doing like two or three, four jobs mm-hmm. uh, at that time. Again, just make uh, uh, end meets yeah. and then uh, surviving and trying to find a way of, okay, what I wanted to do next. Because yeah. now, you know, after the first couple uh, months, the honeymoon is over. So now you, <laughs> you, you get to the reality and knowing that, oh, that's not exactly what I was, you know, yeah. picturing in my mind. Um, so it, it took me... Um, I think about five years to get to the point where I know what I wanted, even going back to the school mm-hmm. for, which was the first thing that, you know, the, the main reason why I was here. Wow. So it took you about five years yes. to kind of, because after the first few months, you really uh, faced different hardships and, and reality hit. And uh, it took you five years of jobs and, and, and accumulating several jobs at the same time. And then eventually discovering what you would want to do yeah. and uh, the type of studies that you would want to uh, continue in. And did that involve accounting? No. So when I finally made it to the university, my goal was to uh, uh, get a bachelor degree in uh, HR. Okay. That was my plan. Okay. Wait, wait a minute, because <laughs> we, 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 there's something key here. So you say when you made it to university, how did you make it to university? <laughs> Like, <laughs> you know, because, from <laughs> because yeah, you didn't finish primary school. You arrived here and you are doing several jobs just to survive. And you're talking about university. Actually, maybe before we even start talking about about how you how that arrived, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and you'll continue with that story. So stay tuned. We'll take a very short break and we'll continue with uh, the story of Josie and Gomez and Zivo after this break. Stay tuned. This show is brought to you by Bold Care Financial, helping you Christian entrepreneurs and professionals discern and take the next right step with your money and business so you can uncover your blind spots, avoid costly mistakes, and move forward with clarity, being prepared for your approaching goals and life transitions. Welcome back. You're listening to uh, Thrive 1110. And today we are hearing, listening to the story of Lucien Gomez. And uh, as I was saying at the beginning, it's a, it's a wonderful story, a cross-continent story where you really can see the miraculous hand of God throughout. And Lucien uh, was um, about to tell us how she didn't finish primary school when she left Ivory Coast, where she grew up. But 
uh, after she arrived here and struggled with jobs and stuff, and then she discovered what she wanted to do, and and went to university. How did that happen? From <laughs> from not even finishing primary school to university. Can you share that? So what I what I happened was uh, so I moved to Sudbury, and in Sudbury I went to a. Uh, a college. Mm-hmm. So I went to a college, a Cambrian college, where I was kind of, it was an adult, uh, where they can, you can kind of see your skills, whether you will be able to, you know, study. And that helped me. I think I studied there for almost like a year, over mm-hmm. a year. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I applied to the Laurentian University as an adult. And then, uh, you know, that's how everything wow. started. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So that, so you skipped the entire like uh, struggle of high school and and all of this <laughs> straight to university from primary school and and you were saying that you wanted to do HR yes so that's what you applied for HR yeah so so at what point did accounting like come in your like on your radar accounting actually started coming into my radar in the second year so. You know, again, my my mind. I, I wanted to, you know, graduate in in HR, and uh, my goal was to help people. So I'm like, okay, if I'm HR, I can help them find a job and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the in my second year, there were two main uh, aha moments, if I want to call it, mm-hmm. that happened. It was the fact that I wasn't enjoying the HR classes. Mm-hmm. Like every time that I was in the HR classes, I you know I wasn't feeling it. However, the accounting classes was the one that was motivating me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was kind of uh, really, really challenged, but I love the challenge. Mm-hmm. That was number one. And then also, most of the people, uh, my classmates or students, they were always saying that, you know, uh, my professors, by the way, they don't like, uh, uh, they will never allow people to go to accounting because uh, it is not for everyone. Mm. And for me, it was kind of a challenge. I'm like, okay, I really want to uh, be able to do that. I want to take that challenge and see what, a, what I, you know, what I can offer, what I um, kind of see whether I would be able to, you know, kind of do that. Mm-hmm. So that those are the two things that motivated me. The fact that I really, really enjoy the numbers and I, you know, it was kind of me finding my, my moment mm-hmm. or my uh, my area uh, when I'm in a, a accounting classes, mm-hmm. but also I wanted to take the challenge that the professors have because they were failing all of the students in accounting because mm-hmm. they said uh, it takes a special people. Wow, wow! So you went through that, and uh, you ended up therefore in accounting. Yes. Now at that point, so you, when you came, you had started already attending a Catholic church yes. in Ivory Coast, but uh, um, at that point, when you are in Sudbury and uh, uh, starting HR, and then pivoting because you wanted to uh, to take this challenge of, of proving the professors wrong, but at the same time you loved that yeah. uh, you loved the accounting side of things. Uh, have have you had you at that point met Christ personally as your savior, as your Lord, or was that were, have, had you become a Christian? Uh, and born again Christian by the time you you actually uh, were in university. Yes, yeah. I was. Even I was before moving to Sudbury. Okay. Yes. Okay. So somehow on your journey, when so where, where, sorry, I didn't even ask. Where did you start before going to start Sudbury? In which city were you? I was in Montreal. In Montreal. Okay. Yes. So you met Christ. He became your personal Lord and Savior 
in Montreal. Yes. And then uh, and then you moved to Sudbury. So how did this faith journey impact you? Like how did it happen if you want if you want to share that and uh, how did that help you on your journey to going to university very miraculous? <laughs> well, uh, it was part of my journey. It was the num- the key mm-hmm. of my uh, a kind of my rock of my journey without Christ I, Christ, I don't think that I would be able to make it. Mm. And I met, uh, what happened was, uh, um, my aunt, uh, has her friend daughter in, in Montreal. Mm. So when I came, my aunt wanted me to meet that, uh, you know, the, that girl, that girl mm. just to maybe help me navigate Montreal and everything. That was the plan, but mm. it, it so happened that she was a Christian and mm. she was going to, Uh, a local church mm-hmm. so she and then she invited me to that local church so that's mm-hmm. how i began my fifth mm-hmm. journey with god and uh, even through hardship mm-hmm. when i was in montreal and everything mm-hmm. and when finally i made it through uh, and i went to sudbury uh, i left that church but i you know the fifth was already god you know uh, was already with me mm-hmm. and uh, and you know it was um, It was uh, it was kind of uh, natural for me. If I miss something, yeah. is even though I wasn't Christian or I wasn't born in a, a you know Christian family, mm-hmm. I can remember that even when I was little back home, uh, I I don't know who gave me a Bible, but someone gave me a Bible mm-hmm. that I have, mm-hmm. and every time that something happened to me or you know I feel bad for myself or lonely, mm-hmm. uh, I was always going back to that Bible mm-hmm. and praying God that I didn't know that, but I know he know he knows me and he was, you know, uh, kind of uh, protecting me. Mm. So I, I know that, you know, again, I, I may not be Christian or born in a Christian family, but I, I studied my relationship with God mm. all the way back to uh, Africa. And then I also remember sometime uh, if, back home when I didn't have anything to eat, mm-hmm. uh, for whatever reason, I was always going to that Bible, praying, mm-hmm. oh, God, give me something to eat. And mm-hmm. miraculously, someone will bring me food or wow. someone will give me money wow. uh, to eat. So I I had that relationship with God. Mm-hmm. I know it wasn't like a healthy relationship mm-hmm. because it was always uh, when I needed something mm-hmm. that I always go back to him. <laughs> and when I get what I, whatever I wanted, mm-hmm. I'm going to forget him for a couple of weeks or a month. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm again in the bad position, I will go back again. But that's how my relationship, uh, you know, continued or uh, involved with God. And he hurt me when I went to Sudbury. So even though I was no longer with the local church, mm-hmm. I kept that because I knew that I need that relationship. And it grew as well. Wow. Well, the grace of God. He, he actually uh, made it so that you came in contact with him even in your childhood. Yes. And he showed you that he is the God who answers, who answers prayers and answers, cares for your needs. Every, even though you didn't know better, <laughs> you would go to him and he would answer your very specific needs. Wow. We are going towards the end of our show today and we will come back for a second episode where we'll continue hearing your story, Josian. Uh, but, uh, Before we end our show today, I want us to transition into this section of the show that is called Let's Get Practical. Bold. Let's Get Practical. In this Let's Get Practical section, Josen, in this first part of your story, 
Do you have anything specific you want to share to people listening that they can take and apply to their situation from this story of your childhood, um, sometimes not even having anything to eat like you shared and, uh, and uh, going back to God for that, then coming here in Canada and uh, having to work several jobs and then, um, like you shared, you didn't even finish primary school. Um, you came here, worked for five years and then started university. That's all really the hand of God. Like uh, how many people do that? Um, so yeah, anything that you want to share with the audience today that they can take away before the end of the show? What I would love the, uh, the audience will um, take from my story mm-hmm. is uh, their relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, having a good relationship with God, have the prayer time, mm-hmm. uh, spending time with God. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the, the number one thing and the best gift that I can give anyone. Mm-hmm. Because throughout my life, and even when I was mentioning that, you know, as a, as a little girl, I didn't have anything to eat. And I think, yes, it, it, again, it, God knew it, that it was like not really a healthy uh, relationship because, again, I was going to my father because I needed something. Mm-hmm. But I was the one going. Mm-hmm. I was the one praying. Mm-hmm. It may not be the relationship that I, I have right now with God. Mm-hmm. But again, the key here is having a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, if no one like everyone is going through. Mm-hmm. I think the first step is sitting, and then God doesn't need like a fancy prayer or anything. Mm-hmm. Just you know, acknowledging God mm-hmm. and then praying. And I think that whatever they are going through, mm-hmm. they're gonna have the solution and the peace that mm-hmm. comes with it. Wow! Yeah. So regardless of your situation, uh, just have this relationship with Him, even though it's not perfect. Have this relationship and try to build that relationship and he'll give you the grace to actually go through it and uh, and uh, become more intimate with him. Thank you, Josan. And um, so before we end, uh, I'd like us to pray because you shared really, like we really went quickly over this part of your story, but it is really uh, um, amazing to see how God took you from Ivory Coast, very terrible situation, um, sometimes not having anything to eat, to um, to here, and from here, kept you for five years, provided for you, and then allowed you to enter university, and and enter accounting, even though it was something that everybody was failing at. Uh, you really, uh, by the grace of God, made it. So I, I want us to pray, and if you're out there listening and you're like, okay. I have a tough situation. There's something ahead of me that I'm thinking about, but I don't know if I can do it. God can do it. And if he wants that for you, he will do it um, for you. He will do it. Despite your weaknesses, despite your limitations, he will do it. So Father, I thank you that you're blessing those who are listening right now with dreams that are bigger than, than, than what they can actually dream of achieving themselves. Uh, those that are facing challenges, that you are the God who actually removes those obstacles. You are the God who actually makes the impossible possible. Like it says in your word in Luke one thirty seven, nothing is impossible to God. So Father, thank you for showing yourself this way to your children out there listening 
and expecting something for, from you by your grace, in your perfect will. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Justin, can you quickly share how people can get in touch with Zifo, the nonprofit charity uh, charities that are out there that would maybe want to have a conversation with you about you personally or about Zifo? How can they get in touch? So they can go on Zivo's website. So it's a, uh, www.zivo.ca. Uh, and then, you know, they will be able to get in touch with me. I'm also on LinkedIn. Uh, so yeah, that's the best way to find me. Perfect. So zivo.ca, that's the website where you can go and uh, get a hold of Josian and learn more about Zivo. And uh, you can also find Josian Gomez. Um, on LinkedIn. So go ahead, you can do it. It's in your hands. We'll support you. So take courage and do it. I know you can do it. So folks, we are at the end of our show today. Come back next week for part two of uh, Josian's story. And uh, I hope you've been blessed and take these tips, apply them. You can do it. Go ahead and do it. You've been listening to Thrive 1110. I'm your host, Paul Carey. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.